What? Crypto's in the shitter. It's over. The bubble has burst. Everybody sell, sell, sell. <laughs> so I can buy, buy, buy. Bye bye. Rick and Bond. That's a cool in sync remix, I guess. You BTC to zero, dude. Uh, yeah, crypto, crypto's dead. Everybody enjoy. Crypto's dead. Everybody. Everybody. Enjoy. You know that new fact you're looking for? If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. What cool is that? Can't beat the fucking clippers. Y'all make me sick with this shit. Well, listen to this. Politicians are a lot like that. Frequently for the same reason. Yo, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen to Rick and Bond. Dude, we find it now. You know that Joe Budden drop is kind of vintage now. Damn, it's kind of it's kind of and yeah, I'm saying I'm saying it's kind of an uh, there's an an old model, so uh, I don't know. Does it uh, hike the price up tenfold of the pod? Probably yes, but like who am I to? I'm no analyst. It's somewhere between ten and fifteen of a hiked price, but you know. Who, who am I? I'm just a I'm just a, a mere mortal. mortal. Who, are, who are you? But a Joe Budden fan? Oh, am I? <laughs> yeah, I guess, you, I, I guess I guess I am. Joe Budden's biggest fan. I am. I guess I I guess you, if you put it that way, I am JB's BF. Yeah, big Joe Budden's biggest fan. He's largest supporter. He's president mm-hmm. of the Joe Budden fan club, monetarily and emotionally. Host of the <laughs> Joe Budden fan club experience with Ricker. <laughs> podcast show i'm a subscriber yeah i mean you get both of joe budden podcast and commentary on joe budden podcast yeah you like go through (laughs) look each episode and just break down the arguments and so here we got maybe yelling about something (laughs) dang man usually heavily in favor of joe joe budden yeah he's always right yeah He's definitely and his ex fiance wrong, wrong as hell. <laughs> Whatever she said, he didn't do. I thought she's up to, dude. <laughs> she really pulled a, a Melinda Gates over there. Got out, get out of the woodworks when it got weird. How much is a badge for a grand bond? Ninety nine cents. Yeah, dude. Whoa. I actually don't. I don't know if you can up those prices or what. There's buy one, bro. Cents one ninety nine and four ninety nine. Well, that forty nine ninety nine gets you places. Let me tell you. So if I payment processing please yeah dude can you see what they're like how that works with their interface of the the payments well i just paid with apple pay so okay hmm i don't know if it went through like did something happen uh so far nothing zero dollar earns tried telling your viewers about badges yeah let's do that press view estimating earning zero did i even um 
I'm interested if, if Instagram does, I don't know, like you got debit cards or something? I don't know. Uh, a, little, a little BTC uh, action there, Zuckerberg? <laughs> okay, little, wait, uh, I just, I think I didn't go through the first time. Now, a little DM? Either that or I just, okay, your purchase was successful. Okay. Now I, I have a badge. I'm getting, I'm getting, we got, oh, 69 cents, dude, estimated earnings. Wow. Thank you for yeah. the badge, Adobe House Records. And now, if you, uh, 30, Instagram took 30 cents, those fiends. That's a lot. <laughs> Did you say 69 cents? 69 cents. Nice. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's a. Leave a comment in WH Strikers. Flaunt your badge in Instagram, live on YouTube, Ricker and Bond, and live on twitch.tv slash carjohn every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Yeah, OWS Records commented on Instagram and he flaunted that badge, dude. You only you got you only got that one badge because I don't you know you don't I don't know you're not really uh balling I guess you can 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 sling the uh four ninety nine I get it everybody's in a little under pressure a little COVID a little unemployment I little, can't you know the three badge yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know when you work your way there dude you just have a set goal in your mind and then just work every day to that I work I work my way up there though. one day yeah, I'll yeah. Get there definitely. You gotta have that mindset, you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ricker and Bon. Speaking of working our way up there, how did we get this pot to number one on the charts? Are we at episode three hundred yet? Two ninety nine. Fuck. <laughs> there was in, there was actually two days taken off: a Mother's Day and a COVID sick day. So you had COVID. I I had the second shot and. Uh, it was working its magic on me. The government was trying to pull my information out of my DNA. I don't know how that works, but oh, that send it, send it to the cloud or something. You got your second tomorrow or what? Yeah. So Did you did you get a little sickness after the first one? Nah. Nothing at all? Nothing. Hmm. Like a fucking new man. Hmm, interesting. Which so, brand did you get? I think I got Pfizer. Ah. Uh, I did not get that. Pfizer. What'd you get? Uh, Moderna, I believe. Nice. That joint gave me headaches, bro. They're trying to pull headaches. my conscience. Oh my goodness, it's Tiffany Brooks, dude. Tiffany, we missed Tiffany's you, back, dude. Everybody, loyal, loyal fans of the Ricker and Bond podcast know the, the hell out of you, Tiffany. <laughs> no, the loyal, not day ones, but, you know, shout out to Peter in Norway. Shout out to Tiffany. Shout out to, uh, Shout out to the one dude that goes and messages Rick and Vaughn on Instagram with a bunch of like uh, Christianity things. Uh, just kind of lifts my day up a little bit. Yeah, not no, attaching our name to Christianity. <laughs> Gotta love it. Because this is a Christian podcast. Tiffany, has the portfolio doing? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Great. Are you buying the dip, girl? Just um, keeps going, dude. Yeah, let's see. Ricker and Bond, in that free-flowing conversation, about what is appropriate at the time. I'm Ricker, that's Bond. That's me. What's going on? Alexis Padaki, Tiffany Brooks, live on Instagram. Twitch, we got 13,000 people on Twitch. What's going on, everybody? I know I know that Twitch has their own like virtual DJ in there, so it really gets going. It's it's pretty advanced, advanced protocol over there. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's having a great day. Everybody chime in on their uh, R&B avatars to <laughs> put your avatars around our backgrounds. That's only for the three badged people. For real. You guys just can't. <laughs> you 
Yeah, I just can't afford it. You know, maybe you get another job so you can afford this Ricker and Bond content. You definitely need two jobs to support Ricker and Bond how you really want to support. Yeah, otherwise, what's the point? If you're not fake, if if you're not bleeding your family's reserve money in case of emergencies such as tornadoes, hurricanes, and pregnancies on Ricker and Bond badges on Twitch and YouTube and Instagram, then you're really not in it for the long haul, and you might as well just get out now. You might as well just get, you just exit, get out. If, if you're not saying, Mom, I need that Ricker and Bond merch right now, you dumb lady. They have a hand tie-dyed sweatshirt. Yeah, if you don't say mom and dad, please get undivorced. Pull your money together and buy me Ricker and Bond merch. You guys are not utilizing the law to its fullest extent to really put my purse all the way up so I can get some R&B merch. Can you guys pretend to just not be divorced? Please, <laughs> this is just about the divorce. Fuck the, fuck the Ricker and Bond merch. <laughs> if you, if you don't use Ricker and... If you don't use Ricker and Bond merch as an excuse to get your parents undivorced. Imagine divorcing someone and then remarrying them, dude. What? Divorcing someone and then remarrying them. I've I've heard of that happening. Dang. It's like, yeah, we we screwed up twice, but hey, we're back together, eh? Like, what's the point? Just like (laughs) date again. Don't (laughs) But they're like, hey, man, that healthcare, I mean, just kind of a... I mean, if you're like on a deathbed, I can't see you legally, and that's just kind of a bummer. So, do you want to like, I don't know, just re up on that, re up on that the state involved in our <laughs> marriage, making sure. I mean, I, I want to see you when you're dying. I guess is that what it's about? You can't. Is it really like that still? Yeah. Even if you're like just a partner, you can't just be like, "Yo, dude, that's my fucking partner." Nah, we're we're the papes, dude. We're the we're the texts that say "love you, boo." I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> Just do a risk. prenup instead. I won't need a prenup if I don't get married. It's true. You know, there's <laughs> no nuclear family in the future for you. The only nuclear. I mean, I, I probably have a kid with a fucking. Just a mistress, though. You don't want to. You don't want a full fledged family. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, who, just, who wants it Seems that? like a lot. It just seems like money. Just like. Okay. And, you know, us guys, we're simple. If you ask 90, 100% of the guys if they want a wedding, 90% of them would say no. It's yeah, yeah. 100% the wife's idea. So you got to pay for that. And then you got to go on a honeymoon, all that shit. And then you got to get a ring. And by the way, you don't have to do any of this stuff, but you do. I'll, um, I'll pull you again in about 20 to 30 years and see if your opinions have changed from a 26-year-old. It probably will. <laughs> probably will. But also, I hope I have more money then. Than I yeah, do yeah, yeah. So that maybe is... it won't even be a deal. Yeah, you know, we, really the the things that are walls in life monetarily, you just you just got to get more money so they're not walls, you know? Yeah, Child support, make more money. Break up, it's such a fucking hassle. It is a, a little bit of friction there. It's like yeah, it's, it's getting like... a... Ethereum now on the gas fees are high. And you have no power. You have less power. Over Especially what? Especially like when the lawyer's sp- splitting shit up. Let's say you don't have a prenup. Yeah. You're fucking yeah, they, fucked. They like the females. You're fucked. It's a little bit of a skew. I don't know the date on it, but from what I hear, man, from what I hear. Let's say you're poor when you get married and you're like, we're going to be together forever, baby. No prenup. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you don't. I mean, mm-hmm. then you fucking you get rich, 
and then you f- realize, yo, you know, I don't like my wife anymore. <laughs> and then she takes ten million dollars, or she cheats on you, and she takes ten million dollars. Poor partner picking. Way to way to screw it up there, Bob. Well, I mean, you know, people change. You know, ah, uh, who you date uh, in the beginning isn't who you dated at the end of a five year relationship. That is true biologically, yeah. and emotionally, and mentally. Usually, if it's the man at the beginning of the relationship, he's super in shape and super driven and focused. And by the end, he's a fucking out of shape schmuck. It's probably both of them. Yeah. You throw Usually a baby the man, in there, the female. Been in a relationship that's been in a relationship for a while that's in phenomenal shape. That's a guy. I. I'm talking like over two years. I'm trying to think of people in committed relationships. Over two years, I'm kind of skewing away from younger 20-year-olds. Um, this is true I for any age, actually. can't think of humans right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's that mindset you can play. Jim from New York? I don't know. <laughs> Jim from New York? Come on down. <laughs> I know no Jim from New York. Dude, I'm thinking about getting on the creatine again, bro. Yeah. Do it. My main thing before was, you know, you stop working out. You literally more incentive like to never stop, dude. Never stop. Never ever stop. Yeah, the gym's like right there. It's like right out the door. I step outside. I'm at the gym, so there's no excuse. So That's I might fun. as well just get huge. Yeah, gives you incentive not to ever stop. Ever stop. Ever. <laughs> and it gives me incentive to fucking drink more water. Sure. And, you to, um, can you wean down off crazy? Yeah, you can cycle off of it. You're supposed to cycle I onto forgot. it and then off. <laughs> but um, have fun with that. I I support your creatine cycles and what they come with them. You know, just trying to have a hot boy summer. I'm sure I'm you looking, got. To. I'm looking for uh, anyone that says events. don't do it. It's bad, but like the general consensus is like seems to say it's safe. Hmm. I'm looking for someone to be like, oh, it shut my kidneys down, <laughs> kidney stones or some bullshit. But everyone's like, nah, because I guess you already have creatine in you. It's just depleting any creatine organically that you produce. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's depleting it. It's just adding more. Well, that's what happens with your uh, your cannabinoid receptors when you do hella weed, is that it depletes what happens organically because you're getting the intake from the weeds. So I'm kind of assuming that it's the same if you're getting it externally, creatine from the sick little scoops, then uh, eat a little, a little less organically in the old amygdala or whatever, you know? Yeah, but the game. I'm, I'm sure the creatine is uh, produced in the amygdala in the brain. I feel like it's in the. I feel like it's a stomach thing is where it comes out. Stomach. Like the, what's like the, what's the testosterone? No, no, no. Just like somewhere in there where it gets. What, what what makes testosterone? What what organ? You know? I, I don't. Does I feel it like it's in, in the stomach make area. Testosterone or something? I don't th- maybe, but I don't think so. But I could maybe <laughs> not because girls have testosterone too. Maybe uh, let's see, let's see a little a little just zoom share over here one time. Brad is Dale Rickenbond two ninety nine, dude. Almost two thirty three, two thirty. You know? Oh, I know. Uh testosterone height <laughs> just kidding testosterone dude i was reading uh i'll talk about it after so it's a little more congruent testosterone organ question mark 
Testosterone is pronounced by the gonads. The gonads are actually called the gonads? <laughs> by the Lydag cells in testes in men and by the ovaries in women. So it's a, the, the reproduction cells. Interesting. Adrenal. I was kind of thinking of adrenal a little bit. Small quantities are also produced by the adrenal glands in both sexes. It is an androgen, which I've heard of before. You've heard of androgen, you know? Whoa, I think whoa, I've heard whoa. of the word from androgynous, but I think I've, you know, I've been both blocked. Both sexes. Uh, meaning that it stimulates the development of male characteristics. It's an androgen. That's nice. So is that why when you... When a woman injects herself with steroids, she's just androgen, a, dude. She becomes a man. Yeah, yeah. Hella androgen in those ovaries. Just getting smarter every day, you know? It's one of the, you, This is from your hormones.info.com. No, .info, by the way. If anyone wants to replicate it, look at that logo. Me and my hormones? Rating on that logo? Six? Five, eight? Uh, it would be good if it was for like. The hospital. Yeah, it, it's it, dude, why does that look medical? Yeah. Medical logos are flat. Medical you know? logos are like, yo, we're about to die. <laughs> medical logos are flat and just not a lot of emotion. Yeah. What's another what's like sharp hospital logo? Look at the fucking children's hospital logo. Sharp hospital. It's a little it's a little collegiate. Children is children's hospital like a brand? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just hmm, it's flat. A, you know, a hospital for children. Um, that's probably the worst place to work. <laughs> You're just full of, of just mortality full of, sick, of young, children. innocent kids. That's so lame. Uh, but bro, imagine like, being around, dude. Imagine being so like stoked when you're around just an asshole kid, and you're like, dude, finally, I've, I've, my morale has been just battered and, and beaten by these young, innocent, loving kids. And there's just one kid who's just super in, inappreciative of the, the the work that people are doing. But honestly, he's just kind of emotionally not well because his parents are kind of dicks. So it's not his fault. And so then you go back in that cycle of emotional just battering. You know, listen, kid, you're never gonna be my age. So that's <laughs> you just you listen up. So what you're going to want to do is you're probably going to want to do a risky portfolio here. Oh, man. I guess if you don't have a lot of time. I mean, How would a kid dying from terminal illness invest? What choices? <laughs> I'm saying, do you, do you go for a, so you don't have kids, you know, so maybe you're just growing it for your parents. <laughs> you're growing it for your parents or? 4,000% returns. <laughs> It's like, yeah, just I'm dying in a month, bro. Well, it's your strategy. It's very aggressive. Uh, it's just, you know, I just, I just had a, had a good, had a good, had a good luck. You aggressive know? growth, like that tumor in your head, Timmy. <laughs> you oh. know, I just, I just go with what I know. I just go with what I know, and uh, you know, that's what's, that's what's in me, biologically, emotionally. Damn, that's good. I'm gonna write that down for the stand-up children's nice. hospital <laughs> growth portfolio. Really niche. Uh, portfolio humor there investing <laughs> growth you have to tie that is that a really uh, a widely appropriate palatable topic for audiences well I, just the fact that it's about sick children i think it's going to get a laugh just in that and but the portfolio kinda... is kind of dry dude finance finance humor it's very yeah. 24 year old in 2021 i feel like there's i feel like uh audiences are this is going to sound sexy. All right, a bunch of 25s. <laughs> a bunch of fucking men 
that fucking i don't know that are super into finance right now after a six month period i was gonna say just trade doge all day like so they yeah but i mean you're kind of you're kind of closing closing in on that window here fucking i feel the fact that i said trade doge all day Mm -hmm. i just imagined hearing that without having any reference to the meme or the dog that's what i'm saying made it sound real made it sound not like mimi yeah it made it sound like an actual thing oh what do you do oh i I trade i did trade doge a lot oh, of people oh, have nice. traded Doge's for traded Doge for years. If people like uh, crypto trading, let's let's take a break though. We can talk about some other stuff. Okay. I forgot how much I loved that song, dude. Did you bang that or no? No. Oh man, that was that was a that was a pretty freaking rotation for me. I didn't know about J Cole till college. I knew like that song and one of the other songs off of uh, the tape where he's on a a bench or something. God, workout, J. Cole. College Cole. What was College Cole, that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, no problem, Houdini. You're, wel- you're welcome for the invite. Thank you for being so appreciative of a, a random meme page podcast sending you an invite. That really made, validates me. Oh, I was, was going to invite? I was going to be like, you didn't invite you, motherfucker. <laughs> I, hell I invited, are you, bro? Who do you I invited 50 VIP members of, uh, of Ricker and Bond message list. And you know, some people came. We got we got we got Saul in here. What's up, dude? Oh, dude, everybody's excited for the invite, dude. I thought we we're gonna just get a bunch of hate of like, yo, stop spamming me, you Gents. nerds. Okay, bro. first of all, he just assume our genders. <laughs> What's going on here? Go on. Two horrible guests. No, right that. Horrible I, I, Monday I, show. I'm having a horrible time. I I'm do identify the fuck out of here. as a man and as a straight male, but my pronoun is a uh, is a uh, what's the opposite of gentleman. Lady? My pronouns are he and sorry, I can't be him. It's a he, but if you're going to uh, address me as like in a formal setting, like a wedding or like a, or kind of any like tuxedo thing, then you got to address me as a lady, you know? Who invited him is his pronoun <laughs> when he's at your wedding. Oh man, we don't, we'll, we'll call you by your, your uh, preferred pronoun, but can you just not come to the kickback? You're really not cool vibes. Yesterday, I was chilling in my hot tub. Yeah, I have a hot tub. Yo, you own a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yo, yo, I have a hot tub. Them's. You know, you could you could say be like, yeah, I was chilling in the hot tub, but everybody like in their head automatically be like, oh, he's saying the hot tub because he owns a hot tub. And, and you know, in reality, you're just going to the municipal pool. You know, I'm just dirty. going to the community pool. <laughs> but they don't know that, and so they assume like, okay, this guy's up echelon. I get it. Continue. Not even hot, not even a tub. But <laughs> anyway, there are these mothers there and mm, the other two daughters. Little, there. Little sir, a little What? Little Milfer. Uh definitely not. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Very unattractive. Yeah, yeah. Um and one of them called the two little girls and she said, Ladies. <laughs> like that. And one the older girl looked back and said, Mom, lady. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, the, the other one. The other one. Oh, she the other one went by Jen. I think the other one went by something else, but I don't know. She looked like a girl to me. Yeah, yeah. Didn't feel like it though. Didn't feel like it. Oh, that's that's a little insensitive. <laughs> Good joke though. Good joke. Good joke though. Hey man, just you just tell me what you want to know. Tell me what you want to be called. Boom, call you Cthulhu. Gotcha. I'm not gonna call you Cthulhu. <laughs> You're not gonna call me Cthulhu. No, Come on, bro. No, like, bro that's, real, that's my nickname, bro. That's my nickname. Okay, Jackson, get to get to work. Bro. They call me Cthulhu. No, dude, just nah. Bro, this is this is this is moral. <laughs> this is Marilyn Sure, I'm not gonna call you Cthulhu on the trade floor. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> we're nurses. Like, let's be real. let's be real. We're pilots. You're 38. Oh, you can't get off the intercom of a Southwest flight to Texas and be like, yo, this is your pilot Cthulhu, bro. Captain Cthulhu speaking. Uh, <laughs> You're like, yo. And the, the, the cabin just is in a, in a, in a roar of grounds. Be like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> oh, man. Just booze come in. Boo, get out of here. Boo. Lord, bro. <laughs> what, what, Even the Cthulhu Lord. What, what kind of, what kind of behavior? Not like drastic behavior, but just a little thing that a pilot could do over an intercom that just gives the uh, the cabin just just booze booze rain down on the on the pilot. We're not talking about a crash here, but something intercom? he said. It has to say something. I mean, there's not really much else you can do as a pilot. I don't know. There's a YouTube video. It's called like Insane Turbulence. Yeah, yeah. just going crazy. People yeah. are screaming. Got somebody to. yells out from the back, put this thing on the ground now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, dude, that's a, a uh, solid idea. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, the captain's like, uh, I'm sorry. That was a little bit disturbing. Uh, <laughs> nice. We're going to try to get into some smoother air. Yeah, just, was, just completely monotone and be like, mm, sorry, I'm uh, that a little disturbing there. Gonna get, Bro, gonna get into a little. When the white people start praying, you know it's <laughs> going down. I saw, I saw one, one like Spirit Airline or something, and there was that white, there was a, there was a white chick doing a little prayer there. And I'm like, bro, you never prayed in a, in yeah. a day in your life, bro. Homie's going to get that prayer. Be like, oh, oh, now you in the time you lean trying to put your hands together, bro. Unless you want to, don't want to become a spirit, fly spirit. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. That's a tagline, dude. That would be on like Mad Spirit? TV or some sketch show. Spirit sucks, dude. God Never been on. I thought it was just a joke. Yeah, it's really I bad. Went, I, went on I mean, how, what's just like old models of a plane or what? It's just like you're stepping onto a bus. Like a uh, bus. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, those small planes where it's like you're on a transfer into somewhere and it smells a little different and everything looks a different color and you're like, oh, this is, I feel a little less safe here. The buses, I mean, the planes in Europe were so fucking raggedy. Do you know what brand it was? Company? <sighs> what was the fucking company? I don't know, but it was like a yellow plane. IDK. Damn, what was that company? I wonder if America has the best airline uh, space. Hmm. I wonder. Probably the most regulation. Well, but there's not even, it's only states. I mean, if you're going Europe, you're going through like countries and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's so maybe less regulation. They don't care about fucking uh, security over there. Are you sure? No, no 9-11 shoes. Oh, yeah, I do. I remember I was going overseas. When's the last time I was overseas? I, I guess Spain. I thought he was bringing knives through fucking security, dude. They did not catch him. 
That made me feel unsafe as fuck. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> like, what I would are not other enjoy doing? that. I would enjoy if someone caught that through <laughs> through the, the the measly X-ray that probably everybody has. Literally, what's that pointy sharp thing? I also saw a little TikTok of a, a TSA lady being like, uh, "Yeah, I know you guys are like uh, trying to. You're like you put your your." your whatever's in your weeds in like some kind of cool thing and you think it's hidden but it's literally x-ray we like see through things you're not you know you haven't <laughs> you is haven't tsa government tsa i believe is federal okay believes federal because i was thinking like why don't um can't really have regulation to state to state be like hey you can do some cool things over here in california but I was thinking, why don't they like leave the security up to the airport, and then every airport could be like the competition, be like, "Yo, fly Chicago O'Hare. We have the best security in the country." You know, you see safest flights instead of just one, one blanket TSA, which is like kind of subpar. Well, it's not like you're like, oh, I live in California. Let me go to california let me go to chicago for their good tsa well no i mean like i don't know how much money the airports have but like they could have more money and like invest in like just the best technology they could afford right Mm -hmm. and that because like at the end of the day an airport's a business they're renting out space to these airline companies they're they're trying to sell you food they're putting advertisements everywhere Mm-hmm. So they would have incentive to like make the security the best, especially if there's competition like LAX has a little bit of competition with Burbank, which is sometimes cheaper. I'm sure LAX would prefer people flew there, flew to mm-hmm. LAX. What about like remote airports where there's not much competition? Well, they should still have security. I mean, that's no excuse to have bad security. It kind of makes the excuse. Like, yeah, I don't got no competition. That's where you need to go. But then, like, you know, if if something does happen, then everyone will look at the airport and be like, yo, what did you do? Like, you got to come here, brother. You got to build another airport. Let's go. Like. Until you do. You know, but then if. So if we had another 9-11, knock on wood, and it went through, I don't know how they would do it, but. We had like another 9-11 that went through like fucking basic federal security. Um, mm-hmm. We would just be like, okay, there's something wrong with the entire system in the entire country, not just one particular airport, you know? Then you also probably don't have a bunch of data on security as a country to protect uh, the country. You would have to get that. That would probably be required. Hmm. Interesting thought. And also, yeah, you know, I don't know, like some places like San Francisco has hella security, like probably way more security than they need. They're like probably twice as much as LAX. And then places like Arizona, like barely have any. I wonder if that is dependent on the level of risk. San Francisco's coastal and probably a nice metropolitan area to blow up. Yeah. Yeah, it also does that. Like if you don't, if you're in the middle of, Oklahoma, and it's like, ah, not a lot of risk here. And then you have less security because 
you know, data says it's not a lot of <laughs> bombing momentum over here, then yeah i i I'm not for uh not a big guy for government getting all up in your privacy, but when it comes to airline security, please invade my space. <laughs> please just get up in my ass and fucking make sure there's no bomb in there sure 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 because that terrifies me, yeah that joint was walk three before that man literally just literally have a fucking bomb in your purse and just be like there's like, nothing in here sir like oh sure no just like shit you right <laughs> say so bro looking nice to me I saw this thing on snapchat his translate was like yo like I always get felt up at TSA same because, but because I guess they have a rule the female officers pat down females and male officers pat down males Sometimes I send it to the males. Oh, what do, do do they have to like? You gotta do like a little gonad check, eh? Through the X-ray. <laughs> gotta, I guess, because she was saying she had like something in her that like sets off the alarm, so they always uh, get she always has to be checked. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer, but you know, people with big hair always had the problem. My mother had big hair, like kind of like tall bun hair joint, and it was always like they had to. Like, yo, we're gonna have to put my hand in your nest there, lady. Wonder how much stuff they catch. You mean get away with? Uh, mm, both. <laughs> I don't know. Or if it's uh, just security theater. Maybe a little bit. Maybe what needs to happen. I'm not gonna say that. That's <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Everyone needs to get naked before they get on the plane. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then you just got a whole, but then you got a whole bunch of terrorism innovation there. They're going through the skin. They're doing, they're doing, you know, putting surgeries when kids are like teens and then they growing up. So like it's well in their body and it's been like evolved with their microorganisms and a whole bunch of stuff there. I definitely thinking of something. You know, <laughs> I want to make a bunch of terrorism jokes, but I'm scared of the internet. <laughs> How much has how much has plain tech changed in the last? I'm sure it has, but like I'll ask somebody. I can ask. I'm gonna ask my cousin. He's a private plane pilot. Be like, hey, um, cousin, how much software updates have changed the last twenty years? Yeah, it's a very interesting question. Twenty There's years. A lot of software that does a lot of the stuff now. It's actually an interesting thing to see who supplies. <laughs> no, I'm thinking that's like of a like, job that someone does and commit their whole life to making software that helps land planes. Yeah, it seems like it, it seems like it, having a, a genius niche into that would be helpful. So you're saying I should invest in a company? No, I'm just kidding. I, I was thinking about interesting correlations between the companies that make that and see what was going on when airplanes were taking a plunge during March and everything else. More so after March, when things were going down pretty bad. Or up a little bit, but airplanes were still doing pretty bad. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Pride is the devil. Is that infrastructure? Legally? Categorizationally? I feel like yes. Yeah. Transportation. 
maybe they're talking about physical. I guess you have like airplane roadways, which are still kind of infrastructural. We're just making up new words here. Don't airlines get bailed out pretty frequently? I would assume so. Because it's like a hard business to sustain, even though there's thousands of plane, planes in the sky every second. There is a a datum point. You know, data's plural. Do you know that? What's the singular? I date? think datum. I learned datum. that. Datum. Learned that in college. So I have this datum. <laughs> no big deal. What I is a datum? This, like, what is? Uh, I have a singular datum point. Maybe. Oh. Uh, this is a datum, like a set of data. Datum. That's funny. I forget, but homie, homie, the one professor I really did enjoy. I think because I didn't do the work. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because he assigned a lot of work, and it was just uh, the whole thing, bro. Well, but I remember. Anyway, I should. I, I. I wish I'd done a little bit more because it was. It was very interesting because it was just his thing was literally just analyzing data that the Fed, federal, and state governments put out for like journalism stuff. And it was pretty interesting. And it gave you a little insight on how to analyze just public data. It's very cool. But I did not excel with the amount of work that was given. And he tried to shake my hand and he was like the leader of like journalism or something. I was like, nah, guy. He was the leader of the, the germ, the never wash your hands club. No, 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 journalism, not germs, not germs. Uh, there was a guy that was behind me that was in one of my classes. And the professor like failed him or something and almost ruined his like college career. And he was like straight up like, yeah, dude, I'm going to just skip by him. Give him the cold eye. I was like, oh, sick, bro. You're really, <laughs> you're really uh, doing your sovereignty there. Way to go, buddy. I'm sure that ruined that professor's day. <laughs> Getting skipped by one of the 300 fucking students. You have to kids that you see in. every year. <laughs> Did we shake even... all those dudes, all those teachers? That's gross. Just the the heads of the things. That they're shaking hundreds of hands, and then we go and shake their hands. Yeah. The pandemic really showed you a perspective of germ transferring. Some stuff will never come back. I think that like germ just, cognizance will definitely be in the the uh, what's that big word? <laughs> the zeitgeist of people in society, at least maybe America for a minute couple maybe a decade or so maybe a couple less than that or something i think just the basic meeting will always just be a zoom call from now on that's what the, that's what a uh, big old companies want bro that's what the people need mm, why, why were we doing that like why were, imagine doing three podcasts and then driving from three different places that's in what i'm LA. saying that's what i'm saying from hollywood to fucking pasadena to south la or some shit it was really just a a very uh, abrupt and public and in your face, quickly happening evolution of transport, not transportation, but communication. And it just happened real quick. We like, yo. It. <laughs> For real. So the but I mean, there like, will yo, be. There's, you guys there's know you got this thing called the internet, right? <laughs> consequences for everything. It'll it'll change stuff, but I think I think it is more efficient. Definitely. But it, it also, there's things that do, are more beneficial for physical, just kind of like cues and, and just like human emotion and energy that you pick off, pick up easier when you're 
next to people. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something. But in terms of like blah blah work for companies, easier. So the make just make with the funny. That middle class stuff, dude. They'll love it, dude. Like, oh, oof. You don't want to come in the office later, bro. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't really see a, a big. Uh, not a lot of initiative on your part, Mister John Doe. Yeah, so we're gonna replace you, but we're not gonna say we're replacing you with AI. We're just, you know, we just need more, more efficiency in the workplace. Just gonna pay a Chinese kid two dollars to do it. What's more efficient than AI? You know, yeah. <laughs> not not Charlie down the street. Let's take a little break. Recurring Bond Best Pod. Friday the devil. I do not smell powder. I might take a sip. I might hit the pill, but I'm not with a trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some feelings. I love you. What good is the bread if my niggas is broke? What good is first class if my niggas can't sit? That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit. Just like LeBron, get my niggas more chips. Just put the rolly right back on my wrist. This watch came from I wanna hate him. But he got some good songs. But this watch came from Drizzy. His um public persona is interesting. His public persona is like It seems that like it's very human. You know? It's like this this is a... Uh, this could be a, a someone that I knew that is just make, constantly making raps. I guess I'm the goat. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Yeah, it's Dang. interesting. I wonder how much money went into that. <laughs> uh, Ricker and Bond episode two ninety nine, almost to the big three zero zero. I know. Oh. These, what did he say? Something, something about I know ain't got more dough than Cole for show. Oh, J. Cole Rich. I'm sure he's got some some savings. Doing all right for himself. I'm sure he's not uh, sweating some other trivial things. You don't think he's picking up extra shifts at Kmart? I don't. I don't think he has shifts. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's somewhat self-employed, actually. Yeah, you know, labels and whatnot, so probably not. Actually, he is on his own label. Is he? Dream, but then you probably got some umbrella under over it. Someone under Sony. Under yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a whole big uh, Charlemagne deal going on over here, Ryan Seacrest. Oh, God. Which... Which... That was a whip sound. Oh, I thought you were saying which, and like, continuing on to a sentence. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Making... Um, I was doing some readings today, and I forget how, but I landed on some Google AI stuff that I thought was kind of interesting, a project that they're doing. Um, a Google thing called Lambda for the AI. It's a Pluto. That one was interesting, kind of. They uh, have a project called Lambda that does more conversational AI answering. Um, do a little demo. So they talked to a, a Pluto and a paper plane, which I don't know. I guess you're programming AI characteristic for the paper plane, and you have someone asking it questions. 
It's quite the experience, actually. The wind blowing against you, and the trees flying past are quite the sight. You never know where you'll land either. What's the worst place you've ever landed? That would have to be in a puddle. Yeah. I was just barely still intact, so I was stuck there for a few minutes. It was quite annoying. Oh, that sounds awful. Were you able to fly again? Thankfully, I was. I had a few minor injuries to my wing, but you can't really tell unless you know what to look for. What the hell? Conversational AI stuff. Um, so I, I think I landed on a, like a, a video of the CEO who I can't remember the name of, of Google. But shout out his name. Um, and he was talking about how <laughs> the the interviewer was like, what's your, uh, I think they called it a moonshot, but they're like, what's your, uh, what's your guys' moonshot right now? And think something different from Google would come out of his mouth besides search. And they call it search, which was interesting too. Search um, is the moonshot? Yeah, because he was like, I, I, I'm on this every day and I can still see how, uh, a lot of people are, you know, the 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 drawbacks to it. Um, I kind of want to find it. PhD um, just did a thing with him. Who? Marquez Bramley just did a thing with Sundar Pichai. Is that man's? Yeah, the big Google guy, big Google boss man. Yeah, they were like. Yo, dude, search can be so much better. And everyone was like, search, bro, the thing we use every day? And Sundar was like, you betcha. You betcha, guys. We're taking more of your data and selling it for pennies on the dollar <laughs> to make your experience just a little better. I can't find the interview, but it was interesting. The Pluto one was kind of cooler. It was a little more fact-based. But this was the, the I guess the, the paper plane kind of showed off kind of a... Uh, more i guess it's still kind of fact-based but like kind of narrative type of stuff because like what does a paper plane do you know it goes by trees and stuff to demonstrate lambda's abilities the company showed off videos of two short conversations conducted with a model lambda answered questions while pretending to be pluto and in the second it was standing for a paper plane as Pichai noted the model was able to refer to concrete facts and events through the conversation like the new Horizons probe that visited Pluto in 2015. <laughs> they, uh, the, you know, this is actually pretty interesting. And they kind of just put it in, in parentheses here, Verge did. But it said, for some strange reason, both Pachai and Lambda Pluto, Pluto erroneously referred to Pluto as a planet. It is, of course, a dwarf planet. And... In, in the example video for Pluto, it was like, it was like people call me a dwarf planet and that makes me like sad or something. So I don't know if Google has like a, a narrative they're trying to paint on Pluto being a planet or what, or they're just trying to show like, this is conversational and I'm Pluto. But I thought that was kind of interesting. They prefer the term little planet. <laughs> I, that definitely went through my head as well. I'm, I wonder how many stand-up comedians on the strip of Santa Monica doing that for an open mic. 
Gross, you're right. I can't, I'm embarrassed <laughs> I even thought of that. Were you about to write it down? No. Damn, this interview was interesting. Man. If it's not oh, beat off your fucking dick, hilarious. I don't know. I also went in, they had like a, a GitHub of what it was based on. Google AI blog, they were talking about the thing it was built on called Transformer, which is a novel neural network architecture for language understanding. And they had a GitHub, and they could see people making projects off of it. One dude had a project that did Twitter sentiment based off of, like, sarcasm and stuff, which is kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. But the other GitHub projects, like, was just a bunch of code, and I didn't have not a look at it. But this man's had a nice little website. Uh, I want to go to their GitHub, dude. Where's their GitHub? GitHub tracks. Deep learning code. Deep learning with clear code and speed by Google. I think this is Google's. No, this isn't Google's. Maybe it is. I'm just going to steal their code, code, bro. They want to. It's, it's collab. Going to toss in some toss in some products? There's Python and Jupyter Notebook, which I haven't heard of. But Python and Jupyter Notebook is what people are building some joints off of. Run it to collab. And these are the people. No, this is Google's collab.research apparently and 26 people used the code or used whatever it's saying this season there was uh i was like yeah what's march women's ncaa but i'm i don't really know how to look at this there's a data set and like files but i guess i don't know but this guy over here uh where's your twitter twitter sentiment Twitter sentiment. Sam Brady, bro. Shout out, bro. 97% Jupiter notebook. And he gave you nice pictures in a fun website made off of Google Cloud Platform. And you can see the sentiment of 50 trending topics, but you can't put in your own trending topic. Yeah. So this one is like... uh, the emojis were translated into like language sentiment. And I think he did some work on like sarcasm as well. I forget where I was reading that point. Oh, it's medium. So you can read sarcasm. Code some sarcasm. That's disgusting. Difficult equals quote, great. I got a flat tire quote. Predict parentheses difficult. Zero negative zero five two five point eight nine five four. Classic stuff. Classic. I mean, it's just it's just you run the mill. It's just big data doing what big data does. Google's tracks. Not little data. Dwarf data. And it was built on something else too. There was something that they were like. That was before, and they're like, "Nah, we done with it. We're doing tracks now." For deep learning with clear code and speed. The deepest learning. English, French. Any other fun things on the tabs? 
little micro Bitcoin CME simulated challenge. Hop How in low there. can it go? Uh, probably to like two or something. Bitcoin showing super strong support at three thousand dollars. Is it? No, that would be fucking awful. I guess it wouldn't be that bad, but no, it'd be awful. It was pretty much there. <laughs> three thousand? It wasn't that low. Went to twenty nine. Oh, I'm getting my my zeros knocked off. I was doing. Uh, oh, that was also one I wanted to show. There was a dope Goldman Sachs little report on crypto as an asset class. Uh, Man, crypto don't exist. It's fake internet money. <laughs> that doesn't. It's not out yet. But I think this lady put it out. She's a lady that writes for Goldman Sachs. But it was a thing off of at Kruger Macro, Alex Kruger. And it was Goldman's research on crypto as an asset class. A lot of cool graphs and whatnot. Really cut and dry, give you some, some definitions of stuff. Crypto's evolution. And there there is a graph of 2013 to 2016 versus 2017 to 2021. And this 2013 drop was like 80%. There's also a a Twitter thing that was like right now the biggest drop was either like, I think it was 60, close to 70%. But the biggest drops were about 80% in the past for Bitcoin's history specifically. This one was how much? I think so far we've seen a high 60%. Whoa. So Whoa, ouch. History could say that got a little more to go over here. And I think I had actually a um uh this is Coinbase. I want to go to an older exchange for more history trading view. That 2013 drop right here from like December to January. Um, January 14 and January 15 was like an 80%. And at that time, 80% is 1.2 thousand to 200. January 15, just getting what into college. Steal. Just getting into college. Hindsight, you know. Of course, you say, "Oh man, oh man, goodness. that's cheap." But you know, I, there's no way I had two hundred dollars on me in the freshman year of college. Oh man, just dropping one k into the market. I definitely sure. at most had sixty dollars. Sure, and no way I was throwing that into Bitcoin. For real, right? Yeah. Um, PTC USD on buy bit. Bittex or something, Binance or something. One of these older exchanges to give me more history. If you could, boys, if you could, can we bring that up, Jim? Come on, screen guy. I know Joe Budden fired you, but we're pretty Jim good Jim. business here. Bitfinex got some history on the 2013s. You're gonna have to first of all look at that, dude. This is your 2013 big 80 percent drop to your your. 2021 price drop of 
boom to boom around 60%. So not even 60% yet, ish, a little estimation there. But you pull in, pull your, your horse into the carriage over here, really zoom in hard from your December 14 to your like 2015. You got about a 90, 80% drop. Nasty. And those were the big ones. I wish I had that Twitter picture because it was, I think it's on Coingrams actually. Big fan of Coingrams Instagram? Never heard of it. Oh, Coingrams the best, bro. It's kind of a lot of volume in what they put out, but some good stuff. This one was funny. This is a meme that you kind of have to, hard to listen to, but. Getting wrecked. Everybody lined up for getting wrecked, but no one's lined up to exiting with life-changing gains. Lol. Everybody has to buy at the top. Um, Shaking out the weak pussies, bro. Maybe, or. Selling never gone, crossed or, my mind. Or it's gone forever. Um, I'll buy it all. 2014, negative 88%. 2018, negative 83%. 2019, negative 71% for Bitcoin drawdowns. 2021, negative 53%. So it's like are getting uh, smaller. What if that's the thing? What if like the more, what if like a drop from $500,000 Bitcoin is only 40%? Uh, you think we would see a 90% drop from $500,000? Why not? I don't know. No reason I, not to. I feel like at anything. that point, there's just so much money sitting in there. Can do anything it wants to do. Um, so 2014. It was way back here. So 2014 was that big drop from December to January. 2018 was your next big high. Big drop down. 2019 was not an all-time high and it got a little lower and then a new all-time high so far at 53% no one really knows if that's not the bottom yet <laughs> it's the bottom when I say it's the bottom and there's still more to go <laughs> it does seem like people are projecting for more when more, I say jump, drops. Bitcoin asks how high. Well, ADA, well, ADA one two. ADA going down quick. Grabbed some at one oh five. Scooped up a little bit. You're getting at one oh five. It was there, I think, this morning, or maybe it was last night. Eight o'clock. Can I not be in UTC trading? That'd be great. Actually, oh. A little 11 a.m. ADA check. A little little deal, a little, scoop, a little scoopy scoopy. Converted that die to ADA. 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 That's what people saying. Also got some at the very top, 243. So. Oh, dude, just a little average down, dude. That's all just that is. Mitigate that a little bit. <laughs> 
Just put down that little average price, dude. Yeah, I'm about to buy it at the top and the bottom. Dude, Coinbase. Oh, you're off of Instagram. I'm going to stop too. Coinbase. I would love if your accounting was a little easier to access for me, Coinbase. Could you just tell me a, a quick percentage of like, you know, how much I put into an asset and how much I'm down that asset? That'd be great. Yeah, Coinbase. And also, if you could uh, help with that accounting. Maybe also, possibly. you, I uh, applied for a position at Coinbase. They denied me. I don't know uh, who they think they are or what, uh, really what they, the, the, the shitstorm they stepped into, but you know. What was it for? Lack of experience? Oh, they said I was, I don't know, they didn't enjoy the pod last season. Oh, those fuckers, dude. You don't want to work for them anyway, those clowns. I would like to work for them. Stealing everyone's money, bro. They're telling people, they're telling people they're buying currency when really they, they, they're not. Actually, they have to be if you can send it out, I guess. Robinhood, though. Not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if I'm actually buying Doge. Uh, I mean, you, you've gotten off of Robinhood before with crypto, yeah? I feel like I have. You can't send crypto off Robinhood. It was just the USDA. That was the, that was the, that's the whole thing. Whoa. And Coinbase, go ahead and hurry up and list Doge so these altcoins can stop literally getting wrecked. And I'm talking about the dirty, 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 deep, dark web altcoins. You just gotta hope Bitcoin goes up, brother. Yeah, Bitcoin, stop fucking around. We're supposed to have a hot girl summer, and you're really, you're really fucking up my plans for Miami, bro. Bitcoin. I was about to live like a king, and now I'm gonna be sleeping sleeping at a fucking Motel Six. Do what you want, Bitcoin. It's all my good. fault for buying the top when everyone was saying it was the bottom. <laughs> So it was like 200k this summer, 200k right. this year. You want to get in now? It's like, wow, let me get in now. Could and be then, still going there. I hope, but honestly, it's starting. I honestly, realistically, what I think is going to happen, not that it matters, I think it's just going to slowly go up to where it was. It was going to take months, it's just going to be boring for a little bit. That, based off of prices other people have given, might not be too far off from the truth. Maybe also everyone's like, yo, pandemic's over. Let me take some profit. It's not over, but it's like coming to an end over here. I made my fun money last year sitting in the house. Let me take my fucking $600 out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All of those retail 600 is really moving the market in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you just gotta you gotta rally with half of all the continent for retail people. Oh man, oh man. You, I wonder how many addresses these hedge funds have. I wonder how that works. Just addresses on addresses. Just a lot of addresses. I'm sure there's there's a entity that just like builds hella addresses for institutions to do money just stuff with. Some clean. Yeah, be like, hey. I know you guys need addresses and we have a sick system here so you can hide all your little dugans. No yes, one will know. You're <laughs> no one knows you're 9 billion short. Send us your addresses. We'll hold your Bitcoin. Keep it nice and safe for you. Institution. 
Dude, that Goldman Sachs thing is fun. I hope that lady publishes it. It was a whole lot of fun stuff, dude. Goldman Sachs traders, like a sick little like 90% win rate. Human traders at that. Goldman Sachs is going to tank the economy again, and it's going to have something to do with Bitcoin, I promise you. It's going to be devastating. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to be like... It's going to be like... Uh, Barry Madoff. Bernie. Times. Bernie Madoff. Like, they're going to be like Barry, selling old people Bitcoin, but they're actually not going to be giving them Bitcoin or some shit. It's going to be a whole thing. <clears throat> and Goldman Sachs is doing dirty BTC, bro. Someone might be. Someone definitely is. <laughs> I don't see, I'll see why you wouldn't. It's BTC. Got to be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people do that with cash. You do that with money. <laughs> <laughs> People do that with one of the world's largest reserve currencies, bro. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I'm reading Ray Dalio's has a cool little debt cycle chapters on LinkedIn. Suggest that. I'm listening to The Big Short. Fun little thing that I haven't seen the movie, but it's definitely an interesting tale. Good did, they ha- did they have a scene where they're at a, a dinner with a Chinese dude? Yes. And he was the he was the uh, person on the other side of the trade. Yeah, and he was very rich. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's quite difficult to understand, but yeah, there's a whole lot of things, bro. But uh, apparently, it's just bad bonds research repackaged into good rated bonds, and people lending them out to people who don't have good credit. That dirty, dirty credit. Everybody, Whole bunch of boo boo bonds, bro. Just the worst of bonds, which is someone's debt as someone's asset, given just a sick, a sick little stamp of the best rated bonds to the worst people's credit. As hmm. far as I know. Little Goldman. Thanks for listening, Rick and Bond. Thanks for listening, everybody. Love you. See you next time.